Alright, what's good everybody? Jersey Judah. And I have to say it has been a year and some change since I last spoke on Anchor. Since I last participated in the Red Pill Party podcast. And what better time to come back and talk my shit than right now? What better time? Okay, April 30th, 2019 was the last podcast that I did, and it is now November 12th, Thursday, November 12th, 2020. This episode is going to be everywhere. You know, I'm going to talk that shit. I'm going to get into politics. I might just, fuck it, I'm just going to jump into politics first. Um... This needs to be addressed. I'm going through my other phone right now. Hopefully, I still have this down on my notes. I probably do not. Um, all right, good. I can still record while I'm going on my other phone. And let's just talk about what transpired on election day, or should I say election week? Because remember, the president wasn't called tuesday on election day he wasn't called wednesday thursday or friday the results of the election took place saturday from my knowledge at 12 eastern time noon okay that's three o'clock western pacific time and i just want to talk about it I want to bring up numerous allegations and evidence. This isn't just allegations anymore. Okay? This isn't allegations anymore. You got a lot of postal workers who are under fire right now for voter fraud. There's videos on top of videos of police officers setting ballots on fire. They were literally setting ballots, bags of ballots that were setting on fire and they were dumb enough to film it or they had the body camera on and forgot that shit was on. They they didn't turn that shit off. You have a claim of Michigan poster fraud. In Michigan, there is postal fraud involving um, involving these ballots. Okay. PA is under fire now involving voter fraud. Then there's even a bigger allegation that there were people in China who had ballots who voted for Biden and shipped it back to United States. In fact, there's a picture of that. There's a lot of shit going on with this election. A lot of suspect shit. All right. Now, everybody was pointing the blame at Donald Trump 2016 with his results of the election. There's a major difference, though. Even if, and it was already been proven by the FBI, that the Russian collusion was bullshit and it was a part of this scheme to try to get Trump taken out of the White House before he even got put in. A lot of people don't know that. But even if that was the case and he was able to get away with that shit, 
The president was still called that night of the election day. Meanwhile, you have a 2020 election that took five fucking days. Okay? It took five days. The pollsters in PA stopped counting. The pollsters in Georgia stopped counting. It was a standstill to where North Carolina stopped. But then you have Joe Biden... And then you have the mainstream media that's telling you he already won this state, that state, this state, that state, and not. And there wasn't. There were some cases where only eighty-five or eighty percent of the total votes were counted. So it's interesting to know that the left, and there are certain people who voted Democrat who will tell you that they were in PA voting and they saw a lot of suspect shit. Now these are Democrat voting liberals that tell that 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 tells you in these videos that you can easily look up and find yourself that something was a little off here. Something is a bit fishy. And these aren't conservatives telling you this shit. Even though they'll tell you that regardless of who likes it or not. But these liberals came out of nowhere. Or should I say came out of left field? talking about wow there's no republican observers when it comes to these votes so it's all democrat Hmm. then the politicians and the mainstream media just jumps the gun and tell you that states win when they haven't even been tallied up all the way Hmm. networks like fox and everybody used to love Fox. I always looked at Fox sideways because they were just mainstream media. Anything that's mainstream, I I side-eye it. Meaning I don't take it for what it's worth. I'll listen. I'll hear out the articles. And then I'll fact-check my own fucking self. Because then you got these fact-checkers on social media that's telling you that something isn't true. But that's only because they're the top gun. So... If you're like, let me explain it to you like this, right? If you, let's just say you are a self-taught electrician and you're good at what you do. You're really good at what you're doing. But the problem is you don't have that certification. You don't have that piece of paper that says that you're certified to do electricity. People ain't going to want to get their electricity done by you. Regardless, doesn't matter if you're the best it doesn't matter if you're good at what you're doing. You know what you're doing. If you don't have that certification, if you're not verified, see what I did there? If you're not verified, then less people are likely to trust what you say. But you could be a shitty electrician. You can be a terrible electrician. You can be the worst electrician possible. But you have that certification, so you win the trust over the masses and the people that want electric work done. This is what media is. All right. This is what mainstream media is. They're not necessarily the best at all. They sensationalize everything. They spread propaganda every chance that they can get. Look at COVID-19. They'll tell you that you have to wear a mask, but then Dr. Fauci and the beginning of all this drama said that masks aren't really effective. 
to this virus. He said it himself. But people will automatically forget that he says that and enforce masks. And I'm not talking about these businesses. I know they're going along with the protocol. I'm not even blaming Targets and Walmarts and shit like that. I'm talking about everyday people who are outside. They have masks on. And it's all about who's in charge. It's all about who's the top dog. So pretty much what I'm saying is any information that you get most likely off of mainstream media is bullshit. It's glorified bullshit. It's polished bullshit. It's well edited bullshit, but it's still bullshit nonetheless. Then you'll have a network like, say, Newsmax, which Newsmax has been the source of most conservatives who want the real shit. They don't want to be lied to and say that Trump's winning, going to win by a landslide like CNN said about Biden. They said Biden was going to win by a landslide. And how, why would they be so confident? You have to ask yourself and really do something called critical thinking. Look at these rallies that, that, that's been happening past couple years look at the capacity the size of these rallies between Biden and Trump and you tell me off of that alone who do you think is winning keep it real it sure as fuck wasn't Biden it just wasn't and then you wait until the last couple of rallies then you bring up the big boy you bring up Obama you bring up Obama and all of a sudden the crowds get bigger. Hmm. Beforehand, this nigga was in gymnasiums with big ass circles, socially distancing, which, hey, you're inside. You did it the right way politically. And I have to say this and be honest, but the strategy of Joe Biden was on point. A lot of people thought he was stupid. I kind of picked up towards the end of his campaign like wow so this is the guy who did the video chats with the mask on this is the guy when he went out he wore the mask and it's easy to fool all these other motherfuckers who believe that masks are so effective so it was really a strategy and then you had Trump who was like hands on doing rallies outside with tens of thousands of people mind you they had masks on too But still, to be honest, Trump's situa- Trump's handling of the situation was a little bit more reckless than Joe Biden's. Even though Donald Trump allegedly had gotten COVID-19. Allegedly got COVID-19. And then afterwards, you would think, all right, he'll be a little bit more cautious. No, this nigga went right back to the field. He went right back out there and he continued to do rallies of large numbers which I think kind of bit him in the ass at the end I'm not saying that this caused him the election because let me ask you something with all of these allegations right now with all of these allegations who do you trust what news source do you trust at the end of the day when all of them are saying the allegations are false we fact check this is, this is all these major networks they're all fact checkers now They're not just news anchors, they're fact checkers. 
as if these news anchors don't read what's on the fucking script to begin with. These aren't the opinions of these news anchors. They all have the same script. I can remember seeing a montage. Let me see if I can find this shit. I remember seeing a montage where all of these people were saying the same shit. Word for word. All networks. Let's see if I can find this. Let me see if I can find this shit. Hopefully I can find it. Okay, dig this. Dig this. I want to make sure this is all connected. Uh, to my hotspot, which it is not. All these news anchors say the same shit. It doesn't matter who owns your local TV station. While polls show Americans are increasingly worried about so-called fake news, they also show that many... Hold up. So-called fake news... Um... The largest owner of local stations in the country is Sinclair Broadcasting. A viral video of Sinclair news anchors has again raised concerns about the way in which the company mixes news with partisan political opinion. William Brangham updates his story about the broadcast giant that originally ran last year. A train derailment in Tennessee. It's a routine route maintenance has led to a squabble. We have some breaking news to tell you about. This is out of Bethesda tonight. Bethesda night after night, the country's largest owner of local TV stations, the Sinclair... Ah, hold up. This ain't the right one. This ain't the right one. Um... Hopefully this is a, this doesn't take long, but I, I have to find this clip. I have to find this clip. And I don't think I'm able to find it on here. Let's see. Hopefully, this is it. I'm not going to take long. Go fuck yourself. Make sure this is turned down. All of these ads are, are taking over. Useless ads, too. Nothing really important. But it is what it is. Nah, fuck it. I'm not even. I won't even look for it. Um, you'll see these reporters talking about the same stories like wait a minute and they have the same terminologies you know what I mean same word for word speech and they ask the question of is the US media being held hostage and um, yeah they are now they're not being held hostage in the sense of having a gun to their heads no but they're all going along with this narrative you saw 
for a lot of people who paid attention to, to what was going on with the election, you saw how Fox turned on Trump very quickly. I had to get some water. You saw how Fox turned on Trump very quickly. When they started realizing that, hey, he might not win. Now, am I saying that all of these guys are in cahoots? Possibly. I would have to put on my tinfoil hat for this one. Because if you pay attention to what's going on with media in general and what's going on with television and entertainment, there's like six networks. Matter of fact, let's look this up. There's like six networks now that own everything that you see on TV. Six networks that own everything that you see on television. Everything. Damn near everything. Hopefully I can find this here. Six networks. That own media. And I want to just bring these up because they literally own everything that you watch. So you think you're watching news that's genuine. But then come to find out, oh, they're owned by Fox. Or this network's owned by Disney. And it's like, well, shit. There are six networks, okay? By, 20, by 2011, 90% of United States media was controlled by six medias. Comcast. NBC Universe. Or no, NBC Universal News Corp, which is Fox, Wall Street Journal, New York Post, Disney, which is ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Viacom, MTV, BET, Paramount Films, Time Warner, CNN, HBO, Warner Brothers, and CBS, Showtime, and NFL.com. Okay, so now I want to find this chart so I can break this shit down. I want to find a chart so I can break this shit down because it's necessary to do so. When people talk about there's no such thing as fake news and all this shit, well, look at these networks. There's only six major corporations that own all of these networks. Six. They call it the big six. They call it the big six. And they pretty much own everything that you're watching. They own everything that you're watching. And see, motherfuckers was talking about this shit for a long time. And people were always called crazy. They were talking about this shit for a long time. And I got this graph right here. That for some reason don't want to pop up. Interesting. This shit is acting up like a motherfucker. 
Alright. So, as of September 2020, the six media giants are AT&T, which bought... AT&T actually bought Time Warner. So, dig this. AT&T bought Time Warner. CBS, Comcast, Disney, News Corp, which is pretty much the parent company of Fox News and Viacom. So, now, people talked about how Fox News was so reliable... And they were going along with the same narrative because they're bought and paid for by the same people. So you got six corporations. So you got six major powerhouses, six human beings that own these shits. Are you telling me that there's no possibility that the information that we get can be false, straight up sensationalized or just bullshit? Come on, man. Come on, man. On. So now I have a chart here, and I think I said the same thing, but fuck it, I'm gonna say it again. The illusion of choice, all right? They call this the illusion of choice, and media has never been more corrupted than when you have six media giants controlling 90% of what we read watch and listen to them and say that again six media giants now control a staggering 90 percent of what we read watch and listen to so this first section is called consolidation so in 1933 90 percent of american media was owned by 50 companies So in 1983, there were 50 companies that owned 90% of what we watched in America, within American media, I should say. And as of 2011, it turned into six companies, and it's still six companies today, okay? Um, 232 media executives control the information diet of 277 million Americans. That is... One media exec for 850,000 subscribers. All right. The total 2010 revenue for the big six was $275.9 billion. Okay. So (laughs) I don't want to hear motherfuckers tell me that the whole fake news narrative is bullshit. Y'all niggas is bullshit because y'all listening and watching the same dumb motherfuckers tell you the same story that the next motherfucking outlet's telling you. It's just you like this anchor better. It's just you like the presentation of this network better. It's the same shit. And motherfuckers like me ain't trying to hear that bullshit anymore, man. So let's talk about these full companies once again. Now, remember, Time Warner was bought out by AT&T. So we'll, we will replace um, Time Warner with AT&T. Okay, so AT&T bought Time Warner. You have GE. Okay, you have GE. And their properties are Comcast, NBC, Universal Pictures, and Focus Features. You have News Corp, which I said before is Fox Wall Street Journal and New York Post. 
Fox, Wall Street Journal, and, and New York Post. Then you have Disney that has ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Miramax, and Marvel Studios. People know that. And by the way, they also have um, Star Wars. Uh, forgot. Lucas something. Lucas Media or some shit. The dude that made Star Wars. They got them now too. You got Viacom. Everybody knows Viacom. You know, MTV, Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., BET, Country Music Television, Paramount Pictures. Then you got AT&T, which was once the, the, the company or the entity that owned these companies was once Time Warner, but they got bought out by AT&T, which is CNN, HBO, Time Warner, well, Time in general, Time Magazine, so on and so forth, and Warner Brothers. Then you got CBS. CBS owns Showtime. CBS owns NFL. CBS owns, uh, well, NFL.com, let me correct myself. Jeopardy in 60 Minutes. And television, the big six, it is 70% of your cable. So for people out there who still watch cable television, which a lot of us do, not including myself, and I'm just making this point. 70% of what you're watching are controlled by the big six. Okay? The big six. And they control one of every five hours of television. Alright? We deal with the news. 178 million unique users read the Time Warner news every month. Okay, radio. Uh oh, radio. Eighty percent. All right, everybody else in the United States. Eighty percent of station playlists. I don't know what the fuck they meant by that, but I guess they control that. With movies, it's a given. The big six box office sales hit seven billion in 2010. That's two times the box office sales of the next 140 studios. So there's other studios, by the way, that produce movies. But if they're not in that top spot, they're not really making money like that. They're not caking. We got mergers. AOL spent $124 billion to buy Time Warner in 2001. That's six times what Congress funded to rebuild Iraq. I'm going to read that shit again. AOL spent... $124 billion to buy Time Warner in 2001. We all know what happened in 2001. September 11th, right? But that was six times what Congress funded to rebuild Iraq. So now they pretty much telling you media is more important than what's going on. Because media is the ultimate distraction. I don't give a fuck what any of y'all niggas tell me. I've been doing I've been talking about this shit for years. I'll debate any motherfucker about these subjects. I've been doing so, been challenging motherfuckers who disagree with me to come up with a logical argument. And we can debate never happened. Which means that I've had to be on point. That's what it means. It meant that I had to be on point. And why am I mentioning all these things when I talk about the election? Well, it's simple. If Fox, everybody believed that Fox was the real news. And them motherfuckers been compromised. It's just that they had certain people who actually believed 
and informing the American people. There were people on these networks, not all of them, but most networks, who believed in informing them. They just happened to be a part of the machine. You see these people like Glenn, Be- uh, uh, Glenn, Ble- uh, what's his name? Uh, Glenn Beck get fired. Uh, what's the other dude? Um, the controversial guy from Fox, I think. Oh, Bill O'Reilly, he gets fired. And people wonder why. Well, they stepped outside. They, they started informing people about what was really happening. And they don't want that. They want the same narrative. So let's talk about the, the media assets, right? Um, BET, BET Gospel, BET this, BET that, BET Jams, CBS, CBS Films, CBS Sports, BET Soul, um, CBS Television Distribution, Showcast, Centric, Epics, CMT, Flicks, Decades, um, Comedy Central, MTV, MTV2, MTV Classics, MTV Films, MTV Live, MTV, M- MTVU, um, Logo, that's the, that's the, you know, their network, Nick Jr., um, Paramount Air Animations, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon 2, Nick Music, Nick Tunes, Nick at Night, um, Paramount, Paramount Home Media Distribution, uh, Showcast, Spike TV, which they don't exist anymore, I don't think. Uh, Showtime, Showtime Networks, CW, VH1, uh, Teen Nick, which is all, this is the Viacom bubble, by the way. Okay? This is like the Viacom bubble, right? And that is just within television and films. And I've only mentioned a few. Okay? Then you have the internet, which is only a few listed. GameSpot, uh, TV.com, GameFAQs, um, 24-7 Sports, um, CNET, TV Guide, CBS Interactive, and video games, ironically, is just CBS Games. Didn't know that even that even exists. Alright, didn't even know that even exists. But let's go to Disney. Disney got a bubble of shit. Disney got a whole lot of shit. I don't even think people realize how much shit Disney has. ESPN 1, ESPN 2, ESPN 3, ESPN Classic, ESPN Films, ESPN on ABC, um, ESPN News, History Channel, Lifetime, Lifetime Digital, Lucas Films, that's right, Star Wars and shit, Lucas Films, um... Marvel Studios, Pixar, uh, Vice, you remember Vice, right? Walt Disney Studios, Walt Disney, which of course is Disney any fucking way, but um, Disney Network, Disney Channel, Disney Media uh, Distribution, Um, let's go through the juicy ones, Times Square, Um, Square Productions, Uh, ABC, ABC Family, ABC News, ABC Studios, ABC Spark, um, Crime Investi- Crime and Investigation Network, uh, and just a, a bunch more, a bunch more, uh, Touchstone Pictures, within print, they own a good amount, Marvel Comics, Lucas Books, that's the Marvel comic books and the Star Wars comics. Uh, 
and Star Wars literature. Um, Disney editions, ESPN books, Disney comics, Icon, which has very interesting symbolism that you guys should probably look up and see for yourself. And then video games, they own Rocket Pack, GameStar Rocket Pack. Let's look at Tom Warner. And by the way, let me just go through these individuals with um, uh, National Amusement. You have Sunny Red, Sunny, no Sumner Redstone, with 4.6 billion dollar net worth. With Disney, you have Bob Egar with 44.9 million dollars um, annual salary. You have with Tom Warner, which we're about to talk about right now, CEO Jeff Buker, Bukes or whatever the fuck his name is, doesn't matter. $32.5 million uh, annual salary. And with Comcast, you have Brian L. Roberts with $40.8 million annual salary. And uh, News Corps, you have Rupert Murdoch. I actually remember that name. Rupert Murdoch, $22.3 million annual salary. With Sony, you have Kazuo, you know, a Japanese guy, uh, Kazuo Harai with $4.9 million annual salary. And let's get to, where am I at? Am I at Comcast? No, I'm at Tom Warner, I think. Yeah, I'm at Tom Warner. And with Tom Warner, they own Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, um, Cartoon Network Studios, Castle Rock, which is a film company, Cinemax, Cinemax On Demand, CNN, CNN Digital, CNN in Espanol, uh, CNN International, CNN News Group, CNN US, HBO, HBO Films, HBO uh, Home Entertainment, HBO Latin America, HBO On Demand, HBO Sports, Hulu, right? Hulu, The Mad Company, Looney Tunes, The CW Network, um, True TV, TNN, TBS, uh, Turner, Broadcast Network, by the way, that's TBS, Uh, WB, you know, Warner Brothers, a whole different variation of Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Kids, and so on and so forth, Vertigo, Global Media, Am I missing anything? Boomerang, that's the cartoon company as well. Um, Accent Health. Dealing with print, they own DC, Time, Time Life, Life Magazines, Time Magazines. Video games, they own Rocksteady, Warner Brothers. Um, A couple other ones that I can't zoom in on, so I don't know what it meant. But they got a good amount of video game ownership as well. With music they own um, Water Tower Music with Internet they own Time Warner Cable They have investments And a whole bunch of shit That I don't even feel like going through um, Yeah they got a whole bunch of shit Time Warner is a big one I'll, I'll leave it at that Comcast this is with Brian L. Roberts um, with his television and films uh, CNBC NBC, MSNBC um, 
Bravo, Chiller, that's the, um, you know, the horror movie channel, um, E-Network, they also own Hulu, I think that's maybe a shared owned company, uh, Focus World, Focus Features, Movies 24, ML, uh, MLB Network, that's the baseball, um, Style Network, Universal Films, Universal Channel, Universal Television, Telemundo, um, USA Network, NHL Network, that's hockey, um, DreamWorks uh, Classics, DreamWorks Films, with Internet, Comcast owns, of course, Xfinity, the ventures that they participate in is a shitload of them. A lot. And before I, I stop talking about all this shit, because I know a lot of people who are who are listening will probably go, what does this all mean? I'm going to tell you in a second. Uh, Rupert Murdoch. This nigga is a part of the News Corp. That's Fox. Uh, Fox Business. Fox Life. Um, 20th Century Films, Fox Films, Fox Crime, Fox Movies, Fox Classic, fucking um, FX, Fox News, um, National Geographics, all fucking variations that you can explain. Fuel TV, which is um, extreme sports and all that shit, surfing and all that shit. Um, Cult whatever that is, and my TV, which is out here is my TV 17, FX, and all that other shit, and then with music, they own Fox Music, with print, oh, jeez, with print, they own uh, the New York Post, uh, Times Ledger, Bronx Times, Stocks, um, yeah, and I won't even get into Sony, because you know Sony, they own Sony, you know what I mean, most of the shit they own is Sony, you see Sony, you see, um, what, Crackle, which is a network, uh, similar to Netflix, I guess, but with mostly movies, uh, True Channels, uh, TriStar, you know, beginning of the films, where you see that horse with wings and shit, that company, like I said, a slew of Sony variations. But here's the total of the big six. Right? The total of the big six is $430 billion. The top of that would be Comcast, $148.2 billion. The second place was Disney, which is $88.1 billion. Third place... We have Time Warner with 60.6 billion, and then going on, News Corp 46 billion, um, National Amusements 43 billion, and then Sony 34.1 billion. Why would I say all this? Why would I say all this? Because they control every fucking thing. You're not gonna get real unique news. You're not gonna get. Um, genuine stories by these by these workers who are all fucking compromised 
You're not going to get real news from these people. So why would people be surprised? And which just kind of bugs me out about like right-wing media and people on the right, honestly. Why well, be surprised about the outcome when not only did the president say this shit was going to happen, but most of the people on the staff said this shit was going to happen. They talked about this shit happening months before it actually happened. And then when it happens, everybody who voted for him is so surprised and upset. Which, don't get me wrong, you have the right to be upset. Because a lot of these motherfuckers should be locked up for treason. Alright? A lot of these motherfuckers need to be locked up for um, for treason. Let's be honest. You got Hillary Clinton, right? 2016, she thought that she got the election. She thought it. She had the same attitude that, honestly, Trump had now. But the only difference was she wasn't facing corruption. This bitch was corruption. Do you understand? She wasn't facing corruption. She was the corruption. She was the corruption. She didn't face Russia and all this shit that she brought up. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if she had China. Most of these, they have China in their back pockets. So... When you got somebody like Trump going against China, trying to get all the money back that these motherfuckers owed us as a country, of course you're going to have these networks turn on Trump. These are pro-Hillary, pro-Obama, and pro-Biden, pro-Democrat, pro-leftist, all around. You, you can't deny this shit. So the result comes in and you got these guys, they out here marching and shit, which I respect because here's a big difference, right? We'll take a trip back four years ago. We'll go back to memory lane four years ago and you see how all these dumb motherfuckers on the left were crying, yelling out in Times Square, yelling across the world, just yelling to the sky because the person that they didn't like got elected. Do you see this happening with the result of this election? No. Why is that? I mean, think about it. Even those on the left today that want to antagonize people on the right and say, hey, your president lost, your president lost, and they go, oh, okay. Some of them will challenge him and say, nah, the election's bullshit, it's rigged. And at the beginning, it wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look because it made, it made the Trump supporters look like sore losers. But then all of a sudden, you see more articles come out about voter fraud. You see more articles come out about this mail-in ballot shit, which from the fucking beginning, when they brought this shit up, I knew it was a tactic. Because let me remind motherfuckers, let me, let me remind a lot of niggas that didn't vote and that can't vote. So you get a mail-in ballot. Okay, boom. You get... you. Some people are already registered, uh, Registered. some people needed to be registered, okay? So you did all this shit online because it was COVID-19. So automatically, you weren't being checked for identification. You weren't being checked for um, any birth certificate. You weren't being checked with a uh, social security number, none of that shit. 
You just register, give your address, and they send you the ballot. You fill out the ballot, okay? With some places, you can go and drop the ballot off in person. Like here, here's my ballot. Make sure the shit counts. In most cases, because people out here are fucking just contaminated with fear. Fuck the virus. They're contaminated with fear, right? So they go to these drop boxes and think that the people who operate and pick up these ballots from the drop boxes are trustworthy. Then the election comes and then they're calling states that's only like over 50% and they're not even counting the ballots anymore. Some of them stopped counting the ballots. So all these niggas that were talking about mailing ballots were more safe. You guys are stupid. You are the dumb niggas that I refuse to communicate with, that I refuse to talk to. Because nine times out of ten, your shit didn't even count. And once again, these ballots that you give in, you're not showing identification that you're eligible to vote. You're not you're not showing them shit. So imagine, and they're they're talking about this shit today. Dead relatives are getting ballots. So you think these crooked motherfuckers ain't filling out these ballots with these dead relatives and just putting a different style of signature and, and mailing them off? Give me a break, man. Give me a break. See, this is what pisses me off. Motherfuckers hate the president so much. These niggas hate the president so much that they are willing to commit fraud. They are willing to break the law to get this guy out of here. And whether people like this nigga or not, he is smart. He is above the intelligence of most of these motherfuckers. So what does he do? Right? What does he do? He decided, without anybody knowing it until recently, I think his son was the one that brought it up, Don Jr. brought this shit up, that they watermarked the official ballots. So now when they go back and recount this shit, they're looking for that watermark. And it's a unique watermark. And if these ballots don't have watermarks, guess what? They don't count. Now, whether this shit is going to go through or not, and to be honest, I hope it goes through because I want to see a lot of these motherfuckers celebrate, be disappointed. There you go. I said it. I don't care. I want to see a lot of these motherfuckers who are just celebrating and happy that this old decrepit bastard is in the White House come January will not be. Just off of the fraud that is being taken place. Just out of PA, they're now saying Nevada is doing this shit. They're now saying Arizona is doing this shit. They're now saying Michigan is doing this shit. They're now saying Wisconsin's doing this shit. Just off of that alone, this nigga should be disqualified. Fuck out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out. Get him out of here. Because, see, what's funny is the left mainstream media and a lot of these other motherfuckers who are brainwashed by these motherfuckers, they try to point out so much dirt off of Trump. They said Trump's a racist. Where's the evidence? They say Trump's a white supremacist. Where's the evidence? On the other hand, Biden has said way more racist shit. He said a lot more racist shit when he was running the first time in the late 70s. I think he ran I think he ran twice. He tried to run twice beforehand. He dropped out of one election for plagiarizing 
for using other people's speeches in his speeches and acting as if it was genuine, acting as if it was authentic. And they voted this nigga in. They voted for him. Oh, well, you know, the daughter's involved with corruption. The son's involved with corruption. All right. Joe Biden's son smokes crack. Okay. Let's just throw that out there. There's pictures of this nigga with a crack pipe in his mouth. He smokes crack cocaine. And all of the supporters just say, ah, everybody has hard times. They voted for him anyway. They voted for him anyway. The only thing that they had against Trump was the whole grab him by the pussy thing. Mind you, this was way before he ran, but this is how politics work. This is why a lot of these politicians ain't shit to begin with. And this is why a lot of people voted for Trump because he wasn't a traditional politician. He talked cash shit about these politicians. He talked cash shit about the Clintons. He talked cash shit about the Obamas. He talked cash shit about the Bushes. Fellow Republicans, he talked shit about them too. It didn't matter with him. And people wonder why they, why people were so pressed on voting for Donald Trump. Why? Are y'all even paying attention to what he's doing behind the scenes? With this human trafficking shit that's going on in this country. That's been going on in this country for a very long time. Very little president brought these topics up. Let alone did action. He did that. Nobody said anything. We won't even talk about the black shit. Because I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. Niggas gonna, they're going to listen to whatever they want to. And their opinions won't change. That's fine. And these will be the first niggas that deal with the consequences of this old, decrepit bastard getting in the White House. These will be the first people who will complain. Speaking of that, let me look in here real quick because uh, I had some notes from yesterday before I decided to just say fuck Facebook and never go live on Facebook again, especially talking about real subjects. It's a waste of my time. But let's read something. Okay, let's let's read something. All right, Black Lives Matter co-founder Alicia, or uh, whatever Alicia Garza says that Joe Biden is far away from changes Democratic voters wanted. As protesters against racial injustice spread across the country after Floyd's death on May 25th, presumptive Democratic presidential hold up. Democratic presidential nominee, now elected, Joe Biden, has positioned himself as the candidate who can root out systemic racism in America. Let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. For a lot of uninformed blacks out there, and there's a lot of us, I'm not the one who knows everything, but I know more than most. I'm just going to say that right now. I know more than most. I'm just going to say that right now. These people expect this old bastard, right, who signed the crime bill in 1994, who got the most. He was a part of the presidency of Bill Clinton, who got the most blacks incarcerated in presidential history. Right. They expect this old bastard to come in 
and attack quote unquote systemic racism. What the f- like? Think about this shit for a second. This is the guy who's a part of the regime, the Clinton mafia. Because let's be honest, the Clintons, they had a mafia. They was getting motherfuckers whacked. They have what's called a body count. The people who spoke up against the Clintons that were a part of the Clinton circle, who are no longer a part of the Clinton circle, people in media who talked ill about the Clintons, who talked facts about Clinton, they ended up suicided. They found motherfuckers shot in the head twice and said it was suicide. Okay? These are the same regime, the same mafia that brought 100,000 police officers to black communities. Not to change shit, but to harass niggas. Right? But all of a sudden, this Black Lives Matter organization is behind this guy. Right? They're behind the guy who talks about systemic racism, but who was a part of the whole racism in office for decades. Okay? But let's get back. I'm sorry, I had to let that one out. But the co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement and the principal of Black Future Labs say Biden is still far away from the change that Democratic voters want to see. She says, quote, frankly, I think the Biden campaign is well aware that they are pretty far from the concerns that this movement has to put forward. And that is not acceptable. Okay. This is in um, Time 100. Time. Remember that. Time was owned by one of them big-ass corporations that spread bullshit, lies, and propaganda. This is nothing different than propaganda. But I want to make this point. She said, quote, We need to push him to be a better candidate if he is going to be the presumptive, the presumptive nominee. He doesn't need you niggas. Let me just say that. He used y'all niggas, but he didn't need y'all niggas. Biden used y'all niggas. Biden used Black Lives Matter. Biden used Antifa. And what's the result of that? What's the result? What's the result? The result is now that Antifa and Black Lives Matter are in Washington, D.C. and they're in Detroit saying, quote, fuck Trump, fuck Biden too. Both of them don't care about you. So now they went and keep in mind, Biden covered up a lot for Black Lives Matter. They didn't he didn't cover up a lot for black lives. You know? He didn't cover up a lot for black lives. He didn't do that. But he covered up for the Black Lives Matter organization. Because while they were tearing shit up and and, and news anchors started pointing this shit out, it all of a sudden became something silent Biden went silent he didn't talk about um, bringing more police in he talked about defunding the police and for some reason they still voted for him you think you think this shit is real like this is the fucking twilight zone that's where we're in we're in the twilight zone right now and most of these blacks have been manipulated most of these blacks have been manipulated they have been used by the left once again all of these false fucking promises the same narrative every four to eight years happens again 
Then you had Trump who said, what do you have to lose? Y'all voted for the same party. And he was right about this. Even back when I didn't fuck with Trump. And I'm, I was not always a Trump supporter. I did not give a fuck about Trump. But he said, after voting for the same party over and over again and not having any real results, what do you have to lose voting for me? Now, it may have not came out the right way, but who the fuck cares? He's right. He's right. Because now look at the four years that he was in. And let's look at Obama's four years in. I don't want to hear any bullshit. I don't want to hear any, 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 any bullshit whatsoever. Obama didn't do shit for niggas four years, eight years. Didn't do nothing. Legalized gay marriage. He did more for gays than he did blacks. And that's the fact. Now look at Trump four years in. Prison reform. Opportunity zones. School choice. Something that he was trying to push. Lowest unemployment rate for black people. Lowest unemployment rate for Hispanics. Lowest unemployment rate for Asians. Lowest unemployment rate for women since like the 70s. But y'all still call him a racist and a sexist? These are the people, like I said, I've said it before, I say it again. These are the people who don't know shit about what's really going on, right? They, they are comfortable with their favorite news networks. They are literally comfortable with being lied to. And even when it finds out that all of what they're saying is not true, they will still stick by these networks. They'll still stick by them. And I was going to talk about... Um, I think I'll talk about that next time because I'm under two minutes before this shit closes. Shuts off. 60 minute limit. It is what it is. Um, next, I'm going to talk about more in the dating aspect because you know people are more comfortable with red pill conversations when it comes to intersexual dynamics. And I'm going to be talking about in the next episode... Because I'm back. This isn't a one-time thing. I'm back. The next episode, I'm going to be talking about how dating in your 30s is similar to going and shopping at a thrift store. Leftover women, ran through women, and being in the dating scene at age 30. But, I must say, I had to get back. I had to talk my shit. I had to do it in a more constructive fashion. Um... I'm tired of being on fucking Facebook trying to trying to bring these topics up. Fuck Facebook. I'll share it on Facebook, but it don't matter. But more interesting topics on the way. More interesting discussions on the way. More real shit. Real shit that's affecting us on the way. This is Jersey Judah. This has been the Red Pill Party Podcast. And I'm out.